the piece had won some local awards. But what she really dreamed of was an Emmy. I watch you, the caller said now. Even when you went after Rick, you were fair. You didn't throw mud at the whole bureau, just Rick. And everyone knows he's bad news. I figure you'll be fair here, too. From the way this guy talked, he had to be a cop. Okay, maybe we don't have to meet, she said, as she typed in Rick McEwen and a question mark. Was he hinting that Rick was involved? You can just tell me what you know. And then later, she could talk him into being filmed in silhouette, with his voice artificially deepened. But I have proof. Proof I need to show you. What kind of proof? Proof that they planted that gun on that homeless guy. He was just a crazy transient, but they lost control and killed him. This story was vaguely familiar. Cassidy hadn't covered it because it had been an open-and-shut case. In a new computer window, she opened Channel 4's website and typed in the words Homeless, Portland, Police, and Shooting. A few seconds later, she found the story, Homeless Man Shot Dead by Police. Her eyes quickly scanned the three short paragraphs. Two weeks earlier, just before midnight, an officer responding to a prowler call had been dispatched to Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. When the cops spotted the suspect, the guy ran. The officer gave chase and was joined by five other cops. According to Sergeant Joe Morton of the Police Bureau's Media Relations Division, at some point during the foot chase, the suspect produced a handgun. After pointing it at the responding officers... He was shot by one of them, Kevin Crane. Cassidy leaned closer to the screen. Rick McEwen had been one of the other officers on the scene. At the sight of his name, the hair rose on her arms. The story went on to say that the prowler, Vernell Williams, a black man who normally lived in a ravine underneath a freeway overpass, had been declared dead at the scene. Records revealed that he had spent time in prison, in mental health treatment, and in rehab. Mentally ill, black, homeless, an alcoholic, an ex-con. Any of which could be problematic when it came to the local police. The Portland Police Bureau had an unfortunate history of occasionally treating crazies like criminals, seeing danger when there might not be any, and miscommunicating among themselves. In the last year, the city had made three expensive settlements— two for using excessive force, and one for a wrongful death. And the chief of police had been working to change the perception that Portland cops would rather shoot first and ask questions later. In the news brief, Williams' family said they couldn't believe he'd had a gun, but without evidence there was no way it could be proved that he hadn't. Now Cassidy was being offered that proof. How do you know what really happened? she asked. Because I was there, he said, confirming Cassidy's suspicion. We all promised to tell the same story. The chief has been wanting to make an example of someone to prove he's serious about shaking things up. If you shoot an unarmed civilian, at the very least you could lose your badge, maybe even go to prison. So they planted a piece on this guy. A throwdown gun, right. Who supplied it? Cassidy wondered if she already knew the answer. 
I'm not saying that on the phone. But it was a spur-of-the-moment decision, and now we're all in too deep to go back. If the others knew I was talking, they might feel like they had no choice but to... His voice trailed off. But I keep thinking about the poor guy they shot. If someone like you starts asking questions, maybe the truth will come out. This story was dynamite. They had to meet, someplace private, someplace safe, someplace where people would notice them. Her condo building. Riverside Condominiums was a great place to go if you wanted to be unobserved. The builders had broken ground at the height of the real estate mania when property was appreciating 15% every year. Everyone had wanted in. The management held lotteries to choose who was allowed to buy, and Cassidy had felt lucky when her number came up. Six months later, the bottom fell out of the market.